Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monty Wood. My guest today is Luca De Ferrari. Luca's family winery is called Boscarelli. Boscarelli Winery is in the Vino Nobile region in Tuscany. Thanks for coming in, Luca. Welcome to everybody. And right, so listen, just give us a little bit of history. Uh, your family is not originally from Tuscany, is it? It is true that we have lived out of Tuscany a part of our life, but our grandfather, that started with his idea to produce a Vino Nobile, was born in Montepulciano in Acquaviva, exactly where we have the estate. So he was a wine lover, and he has the habit to drink the good Vino Nobile, and so his goal was to make with passion a bottle of Vino Nobile of when that did, when, did he, when did he start making wine? My grandfather started in the 61 to bought the estate, he it and uh, with the project to, to plant nine hectares that we have completed in the end uh, the, of the 60s. Why did he choose that particular zone? He didn't buy it just by chance. He really targeted where he was yes. going to go. Why? Yes, because he has the habit to buy the wine in that region. But in his opinion, the area of Cervognano, in his opinion, was the best to give the taste of the personality of the Vino Nobile. So Cervognano is, is a little subzone, if you like, of uh, Vino Nobile. Is a little subzone, yes. It's a zone just on the limit of the hills between the Valdichiana and the top of the hills of Montepulciano, around 300 meters on the sea level. And this is the part of the area of Montepulciano that received more influence from the Lake Trasimeno. So <clears throat> you have a part of climate, a part of terroir particularly. So you say, and what does the Trasimeno Lake, that body of water, does it make it cooler, warmer? The influence of Lake Trasimeno makes the influence that make a breeze a little bit humid, but a little bit more warm. So Cervognano has a climate a little bit more warm and early in the ripeness compared to other parts of Montepulciano. And so makes the thing that sometimes makes the sea on the coast. Okay. So I know you've done a lot of work as a family on soil, how you pick and how you manage your vines. What are the difference of the main three main different soil types that you have and how do you work them differently in terms of picking or pruning or anything like that? Yes, there are big differences. We made a lot of experiments in the last 35, 25 years, almost, because we start around in the 90s to make little cuvee, picking the grape of the single part of the, of the vineyards, of the rows, to, to, keep, to pick in the right moment. And we see that the wines are different from many things. The three main soil that we can find in Montepulciano are the sandy, the clay, and the red soil. The red soil. The Iron most rich. in Montepulciano is the clay. But in Cervognano, you have a little bit more of red soil that is from alluvial origin. It's ancient in period compared to the other two that is easier to find at the top of the hill, like sandy and clay. And this is the soil that characterizes the production of Boscarelli especially. So what does that soil give to the wine? This one, this, is a, this soil is a really powerful soil that allows the roots to go really deep in the soil so they have no stress in the water. It's a really deep wine that sometimes has too much character and so you have to dominate this. But the strong 
things is that with this kind of soil, you can reach the ripeness complete, but you still have a good point of acidity and not too high in pH. Right, so basically the acid strength of the wine is, is good enough for the wine to age well and to develop well over time and open yeah. slowly. Yes, develop slowly is not to show that uh, the character of the age is really the only thing to, to the goal of the production, but it's good that it can age well, but the wine should be good from the beginning, and so we look to find the balance and the elegance from the beginning of the production. So what about vinification? Are you fermenting in stainless steel, in cement tanks, or in wood? Yeah, the most uh, actually is in wood, till the 90s. In, the, in that period, we made the experiment also in steel, but the most of the production in this moment happens in in, uh, in cask of uh, 40 hectoliters, just because allowed also the little cuvee coming from different vineyards. So that's about 4,000 litres, which is about um, 5,000 bottles, 4,500 bottles, yeah, something like that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Tell me about, you make a single vineyard wine, what's that called? The single vineyard is Nocho, it's our special vineyard. Say that vineyard. again, say that again. Nocho is the name of the vineyard, this special vineyard. What is a Nocho? Nocho is a walnut tree because we have the habit to call these vineyards, Vineyard de Nocho for the reason that we have this big walnut tree aside the vineyards. It's just at the top of a hill with the olive tree and ginester and uh, exposed to the south is a vineyard that we have both in reality in the 88 but we know from the beginning from the 60s because of our farmer at the beginning I passed to follow the, the estate and since when we were child we went to, to the Nocho to taste the grape because it's the, the vineyard that has reached the ripeness for the first it's the earliest the top. ripening yes and it's really more windy and uh, so a special vineyard with three, three soil in particularly the percentage is one-third, one-third, one-third. And so <clears throat> we make the harvest in different moments. So the th- what, just go through those soils again? The, the soil, top, yes, the because we, export, uh, we explained before about the red soil. The sandy soil <clears throat> is more light soil. So sometimes means more elegance and spicy fruit. So you pick them separately, but you blend them all together? Sure, absolutely. So you've got the... We have three moments that we make the harvest. So the sandy soil gives fluidity to the wine. The red soil gives a bit of spice. And uh, the, the, the clay is the classic vino nobile, deepness, color, concentration, and, and fruit. Do you think, um, as a vino nobile producer, obviously you're not too far away from Brunello, you have Chianti Classico to the north. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think vino nobile is underestimated in the market? I mean, in terms of it offers tremendous value, and your produ- the producers there have, um, seem to work together fairly well. You've got a mix of very large producers and smaller art- artisanal producers, and you're somewhere in the middle. You're like a medium-sized artisanal producer. Do you think vino nobile is a little bit unfairly ignored? The vino nobile is, yes, honestly has not the, the, the reporting value for what it is and the price. So we, are sure, we are convinced that the, the value of the Vino Nobile it should be its up. So how can you, how but, can you add value uh, then? We to have to, to understand how is the managed to, to communicate to the people this. We have not to change many things. Of course, we have to increase the quality and the style of the wine, but also is to communicate this. And uh, it's difficult to defend, to fight compared to the other region close to us, especially Montalcino that is closer, but the Chianti Classico too. That's really big, they make really good wine, and so sometimes we remain in the middle. And uh, and so this is the task that we have uh, for the producers with the, with the consortium also. But you're doing a lot of work on this. things like soil, aren't you? You're looking at your soils, you're, as a group, you're, you're really trying to up your game and improve things, better communication. Do you think it's just a steady process? No there are many 
brief part, but a part we have made a study recently, and there is a part also in the communication that is confusing and not clear. So this is the, the whole is, thing about Montepulciano, Vinanobili. The town is called Montepulciano, which is also the same name as a oh, great Montepulciano But you're moving towards, just call, instead of calling the wine Vino Nobile di Montepulciano, the noble wine of the town of Montepulciano, you're just going to call it Vino Nobile, aren't you? You've already yes, that's true. applied to the, the government. The focus is this, you know, there is this controversial with uh, Montepulciano d'Abruzzo and Monte, Vino Nobile di Montepulciano, the confusion on the market. So the goal is to make understand to the people the difference between the two wines, that one comes from Tuscany, one comes from Abruzzo, one is Sangiovese, one is Montepulciano d'Abruzzo, is a grape. And uh, the task is to put in evidence the words Nobile. And so in the label, we are deciding with the assembly to allow to put Nobile big in the, in the label to confusing less with the Montepulciano d'Abruzzo. So it will just be, yeah, eventually it will just be called Vino Nobile, won't it? Yeah. So when you make your Vino Nobile, the main grape is Sangiovese. The main grape is Sangiovese. But you can up, add up to 15% of um, other grapes, Merlot, Cabernet, More than Carolina. 15%. Historically, the percentage of the appellation is around minimum 70% Sangiovese, and the rest, uh, in the history, in the past, 40 years ago, was only local grape and a part also of white grapes. In the evolution, we have more free, we decide to leave more free the producers, so we have keep this 70% of Sangiovese and lay, leave the people to complete this percentage. So they, they could just or make 100% Sangiovese or they can have 30%? To 100% Sangiovese or 30% other grapes. Yeah. Which do you prefer? 100% in abso- no, in absolutely, we prefer the traditional, if you can say traditional, that is Sangiovese with a local grape like Canaiolo, Colorino, Mamolo. and Mamolo, or Sangiovese 100%. But uh, we are sure that uh, the goal is to have the main quantity is possible of Sangiovese to keep the character of the area. You know, the Sangiovese is really sensible to the soil and the climate. So sensitive. Yeah. sensitive. So it helps to put in the bottle the, the bouquet, the perfume, the character of the area more than an international grape that is more stable and represents less the character of a region. So if you not have not too high percentage of this international grape, you don't confuse too much the people. And so you can use if you like. But of course, if you manage, if you manage to make Sangiovese or local grapes, it's more characterized. So what is a good um, dish to match with a Vino Nobile? Well, honestly, in my opinion, for a Vino Nobile, it's interesting also to match with uh, an entry dishes like uh, a pasta risotto, apart the, the cheese, uh, like people say, the, the strong uh, beef. I like to match, uh, anyway, needs a dish with fat, complex dish, anyway, because the, the, the character of the Vino Nobile is energy wine. It's really deep and powerful for what we're trying to find the balance and the pleasure, and so needs a... Uh, to balance with this power on a, a dish. It's interesting you say risotto. Yes. I like you like risotto? I like risotto. The... With what though? Just with... Uh, just ah, also the... risotto al milanese should be. Uh, okay. So, but a risotto, what kind of risotto? Do you like uh, al tartufo, truffle or... Yes, yes. Spanish? Or sobuco, for instance, the, the risotto with osobuco. That's is quite a, a strong dish with osobuco, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. And it's quite uh, fatty. Or, or some pasta. I, I don't remember now. Another dish that uh, recently I remember that should be a good match. But uh. You're very tall and slim, so I don't know. You, <laughs> you're coming out with all these really rich dishes. <laughs> I think you're a secret risotto eater, I don't think. Because um, you're... Um, okay. Uh, what about organics? Are you getting into about organics? About organics, we are organic. Honestly, not officially, but we are many years that we work in this direction. For instance, the Vigna del Nocio that we've spoken before have uh, a system of uh, organic uh, system till 10 years ago. 
but the problem is that we have to be all the state in organic so we are now we have in conversion so in two years we'll be officially organic right so we made experiment it takes time to to learn to man how manage the vineyards uh, so what are the changes you've seen in the vineyard do you get slightly smaller berries lower yields more consistency it's changed a lot because we make a lot of things especially my brother Nicolò that follows this part of the production dedicate a lot of time to follow the vineyards and to find the balance since the beginning because the wines need balance like need a season in balance need also a ripeness in the spring and the summer that is and so Nicolò following the season the character of the season work on the green part of the of the vineyards are, are new to uh, the production of Vosali come from the most from new vineyards that we have replanted in the last 30 years with new food new selecting stocks. old clones mm-hmm. yes and uh, keeping apart 50% are old clones of the, um, my grandfather Prugnolo Gentile especially which is the local name for Sangiovese in Vino Nobile exactly and uh, all other grapes of Sangiovese and we have an average of 6,000 plants per hectare so it needs to take a lot of care to keep him balance this part of You've also done a huge amount of work on getting to know your soils, haven't you? Yeah. You were yes. one of the first really to, maybe you'd have a plot of vines, like a, 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 an oblong of vines, and you'd say, actually, we've got three different soil types here, so we need to prune and these you, vines differently and farm them in a yes, different way. Yes, absolutely, yes. We, so we make it different from, from the pruning. Yeah. We start from the fertilization of the soil. Yeah, cover crops. Yeah. Many things. Yeah, you're, you're ahead. And, uh, of course, what is more steady and is the same is the fermentation. We have our natural yeast, we make a pied de cuvée at the beginning of the harvest, so it's an indigenous yeast. From the 2000, we have this system, so every harvest we make 30, 35 different cuvées. This is, and ferment, and yeah. the aging is similar for all. Of course, maybe for the uh, the entry level, maybe you are 10, 12 days in spite of 15, 18 days. But uh, this is the most steady things. We, we make to make a fermentation more clean possible, stable, and naturally as possible. We control just the temperature at the beginning of the end of the fermentation to complete the sugar fermentation. But uh, we try to follow what the grape can give in, in that year. Yeah, your consultant is um, Marito Castelli, Marito who's, who's really into yeah. keeping things simple and keeping things as natural as possible. You are right. And you've been doing Marito it for a long Castelli time. Marito Castelli is a great enologist. Uh, he worked with us uh, the, till the 83, that my mother chose to, to this cooperation. I start to cooperate with Maurizio from the 88, that is the first harvest that I made personally. And we have worked together for 10 years. Now from the 2000, we have also Mary Ferrara, a young girl enologist that I I like very much and uh, we share the, the task with Castelli and yeah Mary and, works with yeah. Maritz as well I just want to say thanks to my guest today Luca De Ferrari from the Boscarelli Winery in Vino Nobile in Tuscany it's a family um, I've got a huge amount of respect for you've been ahead of the game in Vino Nobile for, for quite a while and it's so nice to see that the work that you've put in back from the 80s and even from your your ancestors' time is now being appreciated by the market. A really well run, really well run winery in the vineyard. Very very coherent way of working in the vineyards, of breaking the vineyard down into individual pieces and farm them according to their merits and their potential, and then fermenting everything with wild yeast as we've just heard, so that you have a real you have many many different elements to the blend. All these complex yeah. little parts of the puzzle that you put together in a blend. And if you taste these wines, you can really see that. There you go. I'm going to become your publicity manager. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure for us. I want to say thanks to Lucas. Say hi to your brother from me and see you in Tuscany soon, I hope. Sure. Take it easy. Thank you. We wait for you. Thanks, for your visit. Nice Thank one. you very much. Ciao. Thank you. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.